This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hello, everyone. My name is Erin Trelor, and I am the host of Raw Beauty Talks. We're taking you behind the highlight reel of the world's biggest influencers and wellness gurus to get a raw glimpse of what beauty, health, and wellness look like in today's world so that you can feel your absolute best in your body and in your life. Before we get started, I want to take a quick moment to shine a light on today's podcast partner, Mala Collective. This beautiful company is here to share mindfulness with the world through tools, practices, and physical reminders of the life you choose to live. They have the most stunning meditation cushions. You will want one of these for every room in your place. They are equally stylish as they are functional. They also have gorgeous mala beads to really help you ground down into your practice. I'll be talking more about them and I have a special discount code for you. So keep listening. Let's dive in. My guest, Sophie Jaffe, is somebody who I've had my eye on for a long time. She's an incredible woman, LA-based health and wellness coach, raw food chef, uh, yoga teacher, influencer, and a mom of three three human babies and I see a dog baby in the background right now. So you're busy. You have your own podcast called Ignited that you host with your husband, Adi. Um, I was so lucky to be a guest on that. And we had a really juicy, beautiful conversation about our relationships with food and intuitive eating. You've been featured in every wellness publication out there, whether it's Well and Good, Chalkboard Magazine, The Body Book. I've been in, you know, the big shape magazine and self and talked about my relationship on women's health and done all of that because I've been in wellness for 15, 16 years now. And it's been my heart, my heartbeat. I have a superfood company called Philosophy and I was, you know, drinking juice before it was cool. I was doing cleanses when no one else knew what they were. And I was just experimenting on my own body in my early 20s in this juice bar, which you and I talk about on my podcast a lot. So we won't go into the details, but overall, my my heart has been in wellness for 16 years now. And from everything from yoga to mindfulness to meditation to what I'm eating to what I'm not eating to extreme diets and everything in between and while raising three kids. It's also been really fascinating to watch the wellness industry grow and change and evolve and expand and contract and make mistakes. And at the end of the day, wellness is something in my in my heart when I think about what wellness means. It's like, what are the things that make you as an individual, only you? You can read all the magazines, all the books, study with nutritionists, you know, work out 500 times a day, like all try and gather all your research when you, as you can throughout your life, and then figure out what works for your unique body to make you feel whole. I think that's what wellness is to me. And that could have nothing to do with fitness and green juice. And it could have everything to do with that. It's It's not about a right and a wrong. It's not about restriction. It's about really discovering your own body and figuring out what works for that unique body. Oh, I love that. I always say our bodies are the least expensive, best experimentation lab that we have in existence. And the more that you can tune into your own individual body and what works for you, what gives you energy, what makes you feel good, what makes you feel like you're vibrating at a higher level, 
then you're off to the races. Okay. Before we dive into like all this goodness, all the deep, juicy conversation, I, I, I have a non deep question. Yeah. What's it like when George Clooney asks you to be his yoga teacher? Like, what is the response? Don't give me the, like, like, what do you do behind the scenes when that call comes in? Are you like, Um, namaste? I I literally have goosebumps right now. That was, um, almost 10 years ago when I got that first call and it was, it was through my PR at the time. They, Stacey Keebler was dating George Clooney and she asked for my number and I, I was losing it, losing it, trying to keep my cool. My girlfriend and I went to Air One to get food for the first day that we were going to go to his house. We're both flipping out. When we pull out of the Air One OG parking lot in West Hollywood, if anyone's listening and you've been to the OG West Hollywood Air One, the, the parking lot is still a complete and utter shit show. So we pulled out and she was driving and she hit her her mirror on the pole ripped it off <laughs> we were just we were a mess we were we like were like out of body experience tweedledee and tweedledum <laughs> we pull up to george clooney's house her mirror is hanging off the side of her <laughs> car about halfway through the session with him which like never mind we'll get into that but like at we're cooking from so i didn't we weren't doing yoga i was te- i was cooking okay. so we were okay. cooking for him and for Stacy, and like, I feel kind of like he got dragged into it with her. She wanted to do it. And then he kind of was along for the show. Whatever. And you were there. So George he's Clooney. there. He's hanging out. He's like hanging out on his counter, putting his elbow on the counter, just like talking to us about what we're cooking. And he's like, so what happened to your car? And we're just like humiliated, humiliated. And he took, he fixed it. He went out and fixed her car. Yeah. No. Yeah. Did you duct like, tape that, yeah. that window back on? He did. Oh he did. my God. It's just like, we're nor, you know, it's just like, it's, I re- responded and reacted the way anyone would. It's George Clooney. <laughs> we went to his home and we went to his home. I mean, I cooked in his kitchen at least three times a week, dropped off food, cooked it in his kitchen three times a week for like almost a year. And he is genuine. He's kind. He is politically inspiring. He wants the world to be a better place. He's super liberal. He's um, well-spoken, super intelligent. Con- he's like a guy's guy, like super just Of course sweet, he is. Kind. He's George Clooney. George Clooney. And oh my God. hotter in person. Were you married at the time? Like, yeah. Did you have sex with George Clooney on his kitchen countertop? I would have. If you it. <laughs> like a hunt. And I think a D would have been on board. He would have been like, I don't blame you. Go, babe, go. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's your hall pass. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm dying inside because I've never shared what I'm about to share mm. publicly ever. But I, I feel like, I feel like this is what's happening when we're on one another's podcast is like yeah. honest hour. So here's my George Clooney moment. Have you ever been to Vancouver? No. Okay. We have this restaurant called Cactus Club. I worked at it like for all of my twenties, basically while I started my, my yoga studio. And, uh, so I've finished my shift at Cactus Club. I'm like 23 maybe. And I go sit up at the bar to like, whatever, have my dinner and glass of wine or whatever. And Owen Wilson comes and sits down beside me. 
and he's with Vince Vaughn and like a bunch of other people. So Vince Vaughn, that to me, like I met him once and I, I actually almost pooped my pants because (laughs) he's so funny. That is my sense of humor. Like that gets me going. I mean, the the two of them together, and this is like the peak of his career. So um, a couple of my girlfriends finished their shifts. We're all sitting around talking and we're like, okay, we're going to this club. And he's like, can you give me your number? And I was like, what is happening? Owen Wilson is asking for my phone number. And I mean, I'm not physically attracted to Owen Wilson, but it's still Owen Wilson. So I give him my phone number. We head off to the club thinking we'll never see this guy again. We went to get hot dogs from this place called Dog Fathers. And then we went home. I'm 22. I'm living in a two bedroom apartment with my guy roommate. We basically have craft dinner and like alcohol in our fridge at that time. Living the best life. We go home. Everyone's kind of hanging out at the end of a weekend night. And I get this phone call from Owen. He's like, I'm at the club. Where are you guys? I'm like, we went home. It was so lame. And he's like, well, what are you doing? Like, can I come over and hang? He comes over to our apartment. (laughs) I'm dying. Hangs out for the night by himself. Vince Vaughn, everyone else goes home. (laughs) Just Owen Wilson in the apartment with a bunch of 20 year olds. He went home that night. He, He ended up coming to my sister's soccer game the next day with my family. Like, you can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. I've never talked about this ever before, but the nicest guy. I yeah. mean, a little a little different. The nicest guy. Yeah. We went for a run and that was that. that yeah. Was yeah. And they, they all just want to connect the same way we do. They want to feel grounded. They want to remember where they came from. People are fascinated in the celebrity wellness culture and regime. I'm curious to know, as somebody who's worked with them, whether there are specific character traits that you notice that come up consistently with these individuals who stick to their routine, whether it's the culture that they're in, where it's like everyone just cleanses, everyone just juices, or do you think it's the pressure for them to remain aesthetically pleasing, to have the best skin, to like, you know, look as young as possible that keeps them grounded in those practices? Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that really don't help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversation, and Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teachings so you're ready to practice what you learned in the real world. If you're heading to another country, anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Robbie Talks. Rules and restrictions may apply.
This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the Glossing Detangler and the Perfecting Leave-In Conditioner. They're your hair's new best friend. Friends. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code RAWBEAUTYTALKS at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at lolavie.com with promo code RAWBEAUTYTALKS. You can only use one promo code per order, and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you a over. If I had to pick one practice that has been the most supportive of my physical and mental wellness, it would hands down be meditation. Taking even five minutes to connect to my breath and check in with my body really allows me to show up for my work and my relationships and as a mother in alignment with who I want to be. Most of us at this point understand the benefits of meditation, but struggle with making it a consistent part of our everyday life. One thing I found really helpful is creating a little space in my home that feels welcoming, comfortable, and nurturing. I use a beautiful cushion set from Mala Collective with a candle and some of my favorite Mala beads to help me really ground into my practice. The cushions are the perfect height to support your hips and knees while you're sitting in silence, and they are equally as stunning in their design, making them a beautiful addition to any living space or bedroom. I love that having my cushion out on display also serves as a visual cue or reminder to connect back to myself. Mala Collective is offering Raw Beauty listeners 10% off everything on their site with the code RAWBEAUTY10 at malacollective.com. That's 10% off their gorgeous cushion sets, crystal collections, and authentic gemstone mala beads using the code RAWBEAUTY10. This is for a limited time only, so head on over to malacollective.com if more mindfulness is on the menu for the coming year. I highly, highly recommend their beautiful products. I'm curious to know, as somebody who's worked with them, whether there are specific character traits that you notice that come up consistently with these individuals who stick to their routine, whether it's the culture that they're in, where it's like everyone just cleanses, everyone just juices, or do you think it's the pressure for them to remain aesthetically pleasing, to have the best skin, to like, you know, look as young as possible that keeps them grounded in those practices? Yeah. Well, first of all, constant positivity and just like not allowing the trolls, the naysayers, the people that are going to knock them down around them. That's one. And two is not, and this is connected to that, is not allowing people into their bubble that aren't worthy or don't hold that same standard for themselves. So this is something that I actually struggle with a lot. And it's a constant like cleansing energetically of the people that you surround yourself with because all of a sudden you wake up and it's six months later and you're spending time with low vibe people and you're like, 
why are my weekends spent with these people that don't speak my same language, don't hold themselves to the same standard? And yes. if you think about celebrities, it's the same thing. Like you need a support squad around you that wants the best for you, whether it's Julia Roberts and she needs the people around her that are fighting for her to win this, whatever, get this audition, land this job. You know, it's everyone holding space for the best version of you to evolve, emerge. And it's happened my entire life. I wake up and I'm like, how am I spending so much time with this person? They're such low energy. They're, you know, they're bringing out the worst sides of me. What's the lesson here? What are the gifts? And it's not about that person being bad. It's about the alignment of you spending time with people who only want the best for you. They're not jealous of you. They're not competing with you. They aren't, you know, wishing ill upon you. They, they're not even neutral with you. They're like in your, they're fighting for you. Mm. And this is so important. And it takes a very whole, well person, well-rounded, wholesome whole as in doing the work, walking the walk, wanting the best for themselves and for the people around them. And that is hard to find, unfortunately. Someone who's super confident and well-rounded and does the work and doesn't stop doing the work, that's hard to find, but they're out there. And the only way, unfortunately, to keep up-leveling those relationships is by getting rid of the ones and cleansing the ones around you that aren't living up to that. So it's not like, oh, you get to pick from this group of people that are living their lives in that way and it's really apparent and obvious. It's more like, oh, these people aren't up to this level. They're not holding me to a certain standard. They're not loving me, supporting me, celebrating my wins. So I need to cleanse those people from my life and create boundaries for myself and then the other doors open and the other people start to appear slowly. Mm. It's also quality over quantity. It's also all of these lessons and learning about boundaries. And I think that that is one thing that I think celebrities and people that are really at the top of their game have recognized and realized. And it's really been hard for me. Like it's, it's a challenge to let people go. It's a challenge to say, these are my boundaries and and hold those. But the more that I practice it, the same as trust, it's like a muscle. The more that I practice these boundaries, the more that I understand myself and the more that I can articulate it and use my voice. How do you set those boundaries? I feel like with celebrities so often, they're paying these individuals <laughs> to be around them. Like they're finding you the best yoga teacher, the individual who can prep their food, who embodies what they want to embody. And they're, they're bringing you into, into their home. A lot of people don't have that capacity. So when you talk about shedding relationships that aren't serving you anymore, how do you actually do that? What does creating a boundary look like? How does that sound? I feel like a lot of people know that there's somebody in their life that it's time to let go of, but how do we actually go about speaking out loud that boundary or setting it? So life is a lot about being in the flow and just trusting and like letting things happen. But it's also about like taking control of your own life and your own destiny and having a part like, yes, we can we can allow magic to just happen and that exists for sure. The universe wants to give us a magical life and wants us to get out of our own way so that we can really embrace like the true essence of who we are. But we also do need to get in the driver's seat sometimes and really clearing the path. 
oh, these trees fell in front of me and that's that relationship and that one and it's stopping me from getting to that next point in my growth. And if you need to have that awareness of yourself, that self-awareness, that that perspective, like bird's eye view, all these trees are in the way of you getting to where you wanna get and that best version of you, the next best version of you. It's not like you ever arrive and you're like, okay, I'm at my best version or I'm happy now or I'm at my best body or I'm at my most well or whatever it is. You're never perfectly whole and then you don't have to do the work ever again. But it's a constant, it's a constant shedding. It's a constant growing, expanding, contracting and process. And if you just become stagnant and you're still and you've got these people around you that are not supporting the next best version of who you're going to become, it's time to reevaluate. And the way I do it is different than maybe the way someone else does it. I, whether you believe in astrology or not, I think it has a big impact on, you know, it's like a blueprint of, of our lives of who, of when we were born and we're all connected through the, the planets and the different elements. These are the things that connect us and we can't just ignore them and pretend that they don't exist. So for me, I don't like, I'm not a diehard astrology person, yes. but I think that it affects us. I'm a Taurus, which is very like strong-willed. Yes grounded but then on top of it the communication planet is in Aries and Aries is very fiery so I know that about myself so when I get into these things with people I'm very intense and passionate it's like it's actually from a place of love for myself right. and for the other but to someone else that can come off as like if it's if I'm dealing with a friend who's an air sign that comes off as very intense and there's nothing wrong with being intense and I've learned that but it's like I need to work with what I have. And so for me, it's usually pretty abrupt. Like when I realize that someone is not at that level with me, that someone has crossed my path too many times, has you know done something that's out of integrity, whatever it might be where they've crossed that boundary, it's just they're kind of done to me. And I, it's not really easy to go back. However, yes. I have so many relationships in my life that are so beautiful and we did have a breakup for a few months, a few weeks, a few years. And these are some of my best girlfriends. Yes. However your technique is, it's a matter of trust and knowing that whatever you're meant to call in, you will if you make the space for it. So I wanna just yeah. read this quote that I've loved forever. I don't know who Michelle Oak is, but I love her. Um, Michelle Olick, it says. And then I learned the spiritual journey had nothing to do with being nice. It was about being real, authentic, having boundaries, honoring my space first, others second. And in this space of self-care, being nice just happened. It flowed, not motivated by fear, but by love. I mean, really, when we start to live from this place of self-love, everything flows. The relationships start to just flow. Work flows, career flows, the marriage flows, the weight flows, like everything. Have to trust though. That's the thing. And you and I, when we talked about it on Ignited about getting from restrictive eating to intuitive eating, there is a long period for many people of trust, of just saying, it's not a fad diet. It's not a fad lifestyle. We're not saying here, do these things X, Y, and Z, like Aaron said, I'm sharing about real work that you must do on yourself. You can't hide from it. You can't hide from yourself. You can't avoid it. There's no cut throughs. This is it, this is your life. And if you really show up to yourself, and you love yourself and you do just a few of these things every day, focus on your thoughts, be more aware of the way you speak to yourself, 
slowly but surely, if you trust and if you keep showing up to yourself, your life will unfold in this beautiful way. Mm. But you have to respect yourself and you have to love yourself and you have to create boundaries for yourself and prioritize the things that matter most. It's up to us to have that bird's eye view and say, I'm laying horizontal, I need to get up and go for a walk. Same thing, bird's eye view. My feet is all white skinny women. Let me cleanse those people out and start to search for people that inspire me, ask questions, do your research the same way you would dive into any other thing that you're struggling with. Anyone listening, it's up to you Just as you notice you're laying horizontal all day and scrolling and comparing yourself, if you notice there's a problem and your feed is not what you want it to be and that, I mean, you're part of the problem. If you're only fault, if you're giving love and your money and your attention on these people, again, you don't have to unfollow the ones that you really vibe with and feel inspired by. It all is energy and it all matters and we can help really shift and change. Like, you know, whether it's your work and your job, if you notice people around you, it can go, it's on every level. We can all make small shifts in this and it'll make a huge impact overall. Sophie, you are a wealth of knowledge, an incredible woman who is walking the talk and walking the walk. And I've had an amazing time connecting with you. Thank you for sharing your time and your energy and your wealth of knowledge. My complete pleasure. Jim Rohn famously says, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've probably also heard the saying, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. I want you to take a moment to think about the five people that you spend the most time with. And then just consider if they are helping you show up as the best person that you can be, if they're aligned with the version of yourself that you want to be showing up with. I recently listened to a Ed Milet video. I love Ed. And I love what he said about the types of different people that you can have in your life. The first person is the one who really brings you down. They have a tendency of attacking you at a personal level, attacking your character. They don't reflect back to you the best version of yourself. The other person accepts you fully as you are in this moment. They're the comfortable friend, the old friend, and in some ways they might kind of be happy with you staying exactly as you are, even if some of your patterns or tendencies might still be holding you back. The third type of person is the person who loves and adores and cares for you, but they're also not going to let you get away with destructive habits or patterns. They're the ones who might sometimes be a little bit critical, but it's not about your personal character. It's about the behaviors that you're exhibiting. They expect more from you. They can see the individual that you're meant to show up as. And if you're not showing up as him or her, they're going to call you on it. You want to make sure that you have a lot of the third type of individual around you. Those friends who see the best version of you, who love and care for you, but aren't going to let you get away with self-sabotaging yourself. If you have people around you who are attacking your personal character, who constantly bring you down and make you feel bad about yourself, I want you to really think about why it is that you're continuing to create space for them in your life. We only get one shot at this game. Beyond those five people that you just identified, I want you to think about the other people who you are in contact with day in and day out. When Jim Rohn originally said this quote, I don't think social media was a big thing. We weren't navigating the prospect of seeing hundreds and hundreds of people every day, people who aren't in our direct world, but who do ultimately influence us. 
I want you to think about how when you pick up your phone in the morning, you're allowing a group of individuals and not their whole selves, just a part of them into your life, into your bubble. They are influencing you. They are shifting and changing the way that you perceive yourself. So get really committed to ensuring that the people that you're seeing are helping you show up as your best self, are helping you step into that version of yourself that feels really good. There's only one person who can do this, and that is you. Muting somebody, unfollowing somebody, having a conversation and setting a boundary, not accepting the invitation to hang out with somebody who's constantly bringing you down. It's really hard to do it. There's a lot of layers here in our desire as human beings to be connected, to be loved, but you've got to start recognizing your own patterns and the space that you're creating around you for individuals, whether they really love and care and support you or whether they're holding you back. All right. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to review it. Send it to a friend who might benefit from hearing it. All right, Raw Beauties. Don't forget that Mala Collective is offering 10% off everything on their gorgeous site. They've got beautiful meditation cushion sets, crystal collections, and stunning Mala beads. I love using my Mala beads to really help me focus as I'm meditating. I roll my fingers over each of the 108 beads in every necklace repeating a mantra. It's such a beautiful, nourishing practice. You can find all this and more over at malacollective.com and use the code rawbeauty10 for 10% off. Do you ever feel like you're struggling through motherhood? You're not alone. I'm Erica Jossa, host of the MomWell podcast, therapist and mom of three. Join me each Wednesday as I sit down with guests, including psychologists, pediatricians, psychiatrists, fertility specialists, lactation consultants, and more to unravel the myths of motherhood. With expert advice, practical tips, self-love, and some coping skills to help you along the way, you can become the mother you want to be. Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com slash listen or on your favorite podcast platform.